You are listening to the Phenomenal Impact Podcast with Cameron Phillips. So I am so excited to have you all here with me today. And this interview is really, really, really special. I connected with one of my old friends from high school who I haven't talked to and I forgot what we said, seven or eight or nine years. It's been a long time. And we reached out, we got in contact, and she shared this incredibly beautiful story about her transformation through the power of yoga. And it was such a great conversation. I'm so glad it was recorded and I'm so excited to be sharing it with you here today through the Phenomenal Impact Podcast. My vision with this podcast and with a lot of my own personal brand is to inspire people to live their best life. As cliche as that phrase sounds, I can't think of a better one at this moment in time. Living their best life, whether it's through yoga or through mental health or through spirituality or through mindset development or through entrepreneurship or through traveling or through whatever, my whole kind of quest and my whole journey that I've been on through my own platforms online and making videos and traveling is connecting with people and letting them know that you can do this too. You know, if you want to go and have an adventure, you can make it happen for yourself. If you want to start a YouTube channel, you can make it happen for yourself. If you want to improve your mindset or anything in your life, in the words of Marie Forleo in her brand new book that's out right now, everything is figure outable. That's fully not my phrase, but I think it's so beautiful. You can do it. You can make these things happen. And I was so inspired by hearing Anna's story that I wanted to have her on the show and I wanted her to talk about what yoga means to her, how it's been so instrumental in her changing her life and transforming her whole mindset and belief system and really her whole kind of direction and her path through this like art that is yoga. I mean, it's so much more than just what I even thought of as yoga. It's so, oh, it's amazing. It's so good. Thank you for being here. I hope you guys enjoyed this phenomenal episode. And with that being said, let's dive into the interview with Anna. So good to connect with you. It really is. (laughs) I'm so happy. It's been such a long time, seriously. Uh, like literally, like what, like six, five years? Oh my god! It was god. sophomore year, right? Yeah. When did we have? We had home ec together, right? The cooking yes, class. Yes, the cooking class. Yeah, <laughs> unbelievable, unbelievable. I think I was in tenth grade. You were in ninth grade, right? I was. Yeah. Yeah. So that was 2010 slash 11. Yep. Okay, time. so it's it's been more like nine years. Wow. Eight or nine years. Isn't that crazy? That is really nuts. Look what we've done with our lives thus far. Seriously, I mean, it's just so funny when you think back on, like, in that moment, if we had ever thought of, like, if we could seen a picture of where each of us, like, were, like, eight years later, and that we'd be talking on, like, a podcast. I know. (laughs) It's just, it's so absurd, but I love it. I live for it. And now you're in Canada. I went to India. I mean, we've just been hopping and bopping all over the damn place. Yes, literally. Which is like why, I mean, you know, I we followed each other on Instagram for a while. You know, yeah. Teachers of Expression. I, every time I'm like, oh my God, who is this? Then I, I mean, not now, but in the past, I was like, who is this? Then I'm like, oh, right, Anna. Like, oh my God. And yes. then I hadn't seen anything for a while. And then when was it? It was like early July or like late June. I started to see that you were posting about this crazy experience you had in India and this kind of transformation you've gone through in your own life on this kind of spiritual journey through yoga and through life. And I have also fallen down into the world of like mindset and spiritual. And I've been so inspired by so many things and have my eyes open in so many ways. And I think it's so amazing. And to see you talk about that, I was like, oh my God, I have to have you on the podcast because I need to hear in depth about this like unbelievable experience. So why don't you just start by giving the people like a little background on who you are and then kind of get into the story of how you fell into yoga and your experience in India. Okay. That's a 
really good story. Um, well, it starts pretty much um, in 2013. Um, <clears throat> I got in a really bad car accident. I right. was T-boned and I, <laughs> I was on my way to school and um, this guy didn't have his lights on. It was really dark out and it was raining. It was early in the morning, you know, driving to high school at six o'clock in the morning and, yeah. you know. We started or, high school at seven o'clock in the morning, and so I would yeah. leave my house at like six twenty. Yeah, and it was dark. It's dark for most of the year at that time, oh. and you're tired. You're like, it's it's stupidly early. Yeah. So long story short, um, it, the car accident basically left me on bed rest with a broken back, wow. broken tailbone, broken pelvic bone in three places, and I had scoliosis prior to that. So I was just all screwed up in all sorts of different ways, um, and so you know, I had to go to physical therapy for a long time. And then fast forward after about four or five months, I was finally able to walk again. Um, four or five months of not being able to walk at all. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I was on bed rest, using a cane, using a walker, using a wheelchair. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I hate to like get so deep so quick, but you know, what was that like those, you know, months being totally bound to a bed and not being able to oh, have that mobility? Uh it's not good. I mean, it sucks. Um, you know, you're in this state of knowing that, you know, you can't just get up and walk outside your house and go and see the sunshine. You've got to have someone help you move into a wheelchair to then move you, you know, like, and, and not only that, but being in high school too, our brains are so vulnerable as far as just our mental health mm -hmm. and me, you know, with social media on the rise, especially in that time, I'm seeing all my friends and all these people going out and doing right. things. And I'm, you know, confined to my bed, mm. not able to do anything and just being in so much pain. Um, so mentally and physically, I was just in a bad place for a while. Right. Um, but then, you know, I'm so thankful for it now, though, because if all of that did not happen in my life, and that's why I've always said, you know, everything seriously happens for a reason. And I believe that even with the shittiest things that can happen in our lives from, you know, losing a loved one to all these things, I mean, not that we want those things to happen, but every occurrence that happens in our life, it leads us to where we're supposed to be down the road. Mm -hmm. And if my car accident never happened, if all of these things didn't happen, I wouldn't have gone to India. I wouldn't have found yoga. I wouldn't have found all of these things. Um, right. And, um, but anyway, so start walking again. I wasn't able to work out the way I was used to. I was on track and field throughout high school. Um, so obviously that was out of the picture. Um, so my really, my best friend, Carly, she, was you know trying to get me to meditate and help me with my mental state and trying to introduce me to <clears throat> yoga and so the first time i was introduced to yoga was actually in colorado when i visited her in boulder um and she was and that was your there, first time ever you had, that was your first time, in first yoga. time yeah so i was probably 18 at the time i think no wait let me see yeah, 17 or 18, something like that. <laughs> um, and um, so I had taken a Kundalini yoga class, which is one of the most uh, intense. Yeah, so I've heard. I've never done Kundalini, but I actually sat next to a woman on a plane who does it professionally. And we talked about it for a while. And I follow her on Instagram now and actually have been wanting to connect with her on the podcast too. So yeah, I've heard that it's very spiritual and it's kind of the, oh, one of the 
yeah right absolutely it's super spiritual and i i've only taken a handful of kundalini classes but for me going into that class and opening up into that realm of you know i mean that's like next level yoga because you're really delving deep within yourself you're trying to just create this openness and open-mindedness so that you can receive all that you're going to get from these classes Mm -hmm. um and so that class i afterwards i was I felt like all of this stuff had just like lifted off of me. I just wow. felt her. I was just like, wow, this is incredible. My body feels great. I feel strong and like energized. I'm in such a good mood. So that right there was that first spark of like, I need to look into yoga more. I need mm. to start figuring this out a little bit. And um, so after that, I started kind of looking up stuff on YouTube and doing my own practices at home and then throughout the years and um, my first couple years of college I took a hatha yoga class um, like an like an elective course um, and learned kind of the fundamental movements and throughout the last several years I've you know been practicing yoga a couple times a week at least doing my own self-practice and I've gone to my own other not my own but um classes as well at different studios and over that time being i had lost 30 pounds i had gained so much muscle and strength to support my spine and to be Mm -hmm. able to support all of these joints and muscles that were in so much pain for a while yeah how was your injury at the point that you started getting back into yoga like were you still dealing with the repercussions from that i'm sure oh i mean i was dealing with all the pain absolutely um but i had fully recovered okay However, yeah. luckily, I didn't have to get you know surgery or anything like that. So well, that was that's amazing. Yeah, <laughs> that was a blessing. Yeah. But um, but yeah, in general, though, I mean, it was I was still in pain. But when I was doing the practice, when I was doing the yoga postures, when I was doing the breathing and the pranayamas and everything, mm-hmm. all of my focus was going towards that. The pain kind of dissipated oh gosh someone's doing the lawn outside sorry if you can hear that I can't hear it's all good (laughs) okay good um but uh anyway so I mean it the pain just really would just disappear out of my mind you Mm. know what I mean um Mm. and then I was really able to just gain a lot of relief from stretching and doing all of these different movements that were relieving the tension and the inflammation within my joints and bones Mm -hmm. um so it I mean it helped tremendously and then after that um, probably about two or three years ago, that's when I decided, I was like, you know what, I really want to teach people how they can heal themselves holistically without pharmaceuticals, without, you know, having to do all of these surgeries and these very expensive means of healthcare. Um, right. <laughs> so I started looking into things and taking more yoga classes and then continuing my, um, my college degree in health sciences. So now I'm a health and wellness coach. Oh, Um, amazing. Okay. So you, I didn't know what you were studying in college, but I guess it worked out well that, you know, cause yoga, like as we're already like talking about, it's such a kind of like duality of like actual physical, like your body and also like the spiritual and mental side and like the mental side. And do you feel like it's been like a benefit that you did study the health science in college so now you can really see both sides of that oh absolutely because yeah. I, 
majority of my studies has been within nutrition because I was also raised on a very typical American diet. Okay, yeah. I, you know, a lot of obesity and heart problems run in my family. So when I moved out of home and came to Orlando to start school, mm-hmm. um, I started changing my diet around and was able to heal myself holistically through food and more plant-based practices and all Amazing. of these different things. Yeah. Um, so after I had done that, I was like, okay, I need to change my major because originally I was going to be a midwife to help deliver babies. Okay. Um, and then I was like, okay, no, I can't do that. That's gonna yeah. be <laughs> going to be too much for my back and everything. I seriously honor and appreciate the women that can do it. Yeah. Just, I realized it wasn't a thing after I interviewed a couple uh, midwives. Okay. Um, but anyway, so yeah, I changed my major to health sciences for holistic health and wellness coaching. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I wanted to partner that with my yoga teaching when I finally went to go do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the main goal right now in the, the future, hopefully, is to have my own like health and wellness center where I can incorporate mm-hmm. um, my art because I'm a henna artist and mm-hmm. you know, incorporate like art therapy and yoga and different types of therapies and do my health coaching to just teach people how to heal themselves naturally, you know, because we can't do it. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, wow. Oh, anyway. Yeah. I mean, that's (laughs) great. And for those of you like listening, obviously you can't see, but Anna has a beautiful henna on her hand. I'm assuming you do that yourself. Yes. Yes. Stunning. On myself. Always. (laughs) This one's actually, this one's fading away but i just love it because i can i'm so indecisive i'm a gemini so Ah. i I cannot make up my mind as far as what kind of tattoo i would want okay um so this is a pain-free temporary option and i just cover myself in it it goes away and then boom i do some more so that is pretty ideal i feel like i'm the same way i have um like a fear of getting a tattoo because i would only get one if i really know that it's something that i a thousand percent want Mm-hmm. And I love that idea that it's, you know, semi-permanent, but then, you know, what is it, a few weeks and then it's gone? Yeah, it lasts for like a week or two, depending okay, on amazing. the part of your body that you have it on. Right. Um, if it's on the top of your hand and you wash your hands a lot, it's probably going to last about a week and a half. Okay. Um, but anywhere else, it can typically last for like two weeks. Okay, amazing. But yeah. So another thing you might not know about me and that a lot of people listening probably also don't know about me. I mention it like occasionally, but I yeah. have been in um like the acupuncture and chinese medicine world for years oh that's amazing yeah and it's been incredibly helpful in my life dealing with stress and anxiety and like strange like physical symptoms that i get from anxiety yeah and it really i deal with anxieties yeah right and a a lot of people don't understand how physical it can be oh absolutely right it's almost physically crippling for me when i get into a state of anxiety i my pain manifests Mm-hmm. My whole body starts to tense up. Like, it's... it's. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I started dealing with that at the end of high school, senior year. And yeah. I went to an amazing woman in Florida, um, in Clearwater, who was, like, incredible. She does traditional Chinese medicine and muscle testing and acupuncture. And it was... It opened my eyes to that whole world because I had never experienced any kind of, you know, quotes, alternative medicine. Med- right and that's how I've always had it like referred to as but I think it's kind of not doing it justice that it's referred to as alternative medicine it's It's just not western yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) it is the legitimate 
real shit. But that's right. what was started thousands of years ago and why we've reverted to these chemical man-made things. I just don't understand, but yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it's, <laughs> it's done wonders for me. And I feel like a lot of people are, a lot of people I talk to are still very close minded to it. And so I love that there's kind of like an awareness piece already from this conversation because even if like people who have situations where it's like you still need to do like, you know, I guess Western treatments or like whatever that might be, closing your mind to the other forms like through yoga and through meditation and through Chinese medicine and through acupuncture and all the other various forms, I think yeah. it's so naive for people to close their mind to Absolutely. those forms of medicine. And- yeah, and I mean, I I'm not downing Western medicine at all because no, there of course is not. No, I, no, no. there is a time and place for it, absolutely. Right. Where you know, I appreciate it very much, but at the same time, it's like like you were saying, a lot of people are very close-minded to that whole holistic alternative realm because mm-hmm. they're like, oh, this must be voodoo or, you know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, oh, th- that's what witches do or something. Like, I don't know. Right. <laughs> just like, you know, people just want to. I don't know, stick with the societal norm that we've been raised with in exactly. with the Western world. Like, oh, you feel sick? Here, take a pill. Rather mm-hmm. than, oh, your stomach's bothering you? Here's some ginger. Here's some tea. Here's some this. And right. You know what I mean? Um, exactly. So, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So how did you, like, let's transition to the India moment. How did, yeah. so how did it come about and like what all went down because that's where you received your certification as a yoga instructor correct yeah so it's so it's really funny how this whole india journey really came to fruition um jose uh, my partner and i we were on a road trip for our i don't know seven year anniversary oh my god wow um, you've been together for that long since high school girl with him we have been together For this December will be 10 years. A whole damn day. Yeah, because I remember you talking about Jose now, uh, <laughs> like, literally in, in 2011. Yeah. Yeah, I've been dating him since I was 13. Oh, my God. Unbelievable. What a transition I, you've both seen in each other, I'm sure. Oh, my gosh. We've both grown in so many different ways. We've watched each other morph into these beings, but so still partnering so well together. And wow, just, that's amazing. That's beautiful. Yeah, he's been my rock, seriously. Wow. We've, we must have been together in past lives. I got to know it. Yeah. I mean, seriously. <laughs> seriously. Okay, so you're on a road trip. Yeah, so we were on a road trip, and we were on our way back. We were just doing the um, northeast, uh, the north, uh, not the northeast, but the eastern coast of okay. the United States. Amazing. Um, and so we were coming down through South Carolina, I believe it was, and we went into this, like, vegan restaurant to get some food, and this waitress saw my scarf that had an ohm sign on it and she was Mm. like oh my gosh do you practice yoga Mm. and i was like oh coincidentally enough yes i do (laughs) (laughs) and so she started telling me how she was getting ready to go to india for a teacher training program Mm. long story short i got all of that information she was a sweetheart and she ended up going you know six months later and then fast forward another year i was like hey tell me about your experience i want to know all this stuff and so after we had talked I was like okay babe I'm doing it how do you what do you think I'm gonna go to India for a month cool with that and he was like babe whatever you want to do I fully support it and that's something that I'm grateful for because it's not always often that a partner would support you in some sort of decision like that right um but um so anyway I signed up I 
bought my ticket. I told my family, you know, five months from now, uh, June of 2019, I'm going to be deucing it to India. And they're all freaking out. They're like, are you serious? What are you mm. thinking? Like, you don't know that place. You're going by yourself. Are you crazy? All of this stuff. And um, had you traveled uh, like internationally, like outside of North America much before that? This was my first time traveling abroad. Like I had gone on a cruise right a couple cruises before i'd been to belize and honduras um Mm -hmm. and and mexico and a couple other places but in the caribbean you know what i mean right and like very like managed in india i mean i have not been to india but i've heard from many people that it really is like a different world oh my gosh i mean just the energy of the place is it's a different i mean it's a different world a hundred percent i mean you just (laughs) <laughs> I don't recommend Delhi very much. <laughs> I mean, I, because Delhi, it, I mean, first of all, it's super polluted in that city. Uh-huh. I mean, you can't escape the air pollution, that's for sure. Right. But that's kind of a negative aspect. In general, India is amazing. I mean, right. the people have little to nothing compared to what we have, and they are so much happier. They than the Amazing Western- how that works, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they have less they make less money they i mean all of these things they live in harder conditions and yet they just are all shanti shanti about everything um and i say that because when i got there a lot of the um indian men um that i had met they were like you know you americans get really stressed out and are always anxious and all these things are constantly going on in your head and you know there's just too much like take it easy shanti shanti peace peace I mean, it's true. It's very true. It's very true. Um, but um, what was the original question? India. So how the whole India thing? <laughs> so you arrived in India. Did I did. Did you like fly into Delhi? So I flew from Orlando to Boston, Boston to Paris, and then Paris to Delhi. Oh my um, God, that's a long travel day. <laughs> that is a long, 32, 34 hours. Yeah. With the layovers, it was crazy. Oh my um, but I was still like just so pumped with excitement, and I couldn't because this was my first time traveling alone as well. Right. Um, so I was just ready and just hopeful and trusting that everything was going to work out great, and it mm. did. Um, but it was not an easy traveling experience. <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah, I mean that's that's a very very long day to get there. <laughs> yeah. But then on top of it, getting into India as well, being a Western woman, Mm. um, you know, uh, just the culture is completely different out there. Mm. Um, uh, I guess, apparently, India is the rape capital of the world. So a lot of people had told me to be super careful of being a, you know, a Western woman traveling by myself in that country. And I had a couple Mm. scary moments out there for sure. Um, but in general, I tried to stay out of that mindset that that was going to, that something bad like that was going to occur. I just kept staying hopeful and tried to get out of that whole stereotype Mm -hmm. because people put a stereotype on every place, every culture, everything. And I wanted to completely remove that from my mind because I knew if I just kept that in there, what, what am I going to learn if I'm just holding on to these stereotypes? Mm -hmm. Um, And that's a really important lesson for so many situations in life and places and traveling in general. Absolutely. Um, And so, you know, the language barrier wasn't as hard as I thought it would be. Majority of people in India speak English. Um, 
So that was great. And when I was having trouble trying to figure out how to get onto my shuttle bus and how to get to this area and how to get to that area, so many people there were so helpful and I made new friends and connections that way. And I'm still talking to them now, which is really great. Amazing. Um, but yeah, so from Delhi, I flew from Dharamshala, which is a northern region of India, mm -hmm. um, up in the uh, Himalayan mountains area. Okay. Himachal Pradesh. I think that's how you say it. I'm probably butchering the name, but. Um. <laughs> I mean, your guess is as good as mine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that location, they call it the part of the hummus trail because a lot of Israelis, when they get out of the army, they go straight to India because that's like a really cheap way for them to travel and mm. they want to experience the culture and the energy and all the spirituality that is held okay. there. Yeah. So so many israelis in dharmshala so many i swear wow. through then i learned hindi <laughs> oh my god <laughs> very was, interesting yeah um but it was still a really cool environment um you know there's no air conditioning in any of the buildings there's you know it's hard to find clean water sometimes um so there were challenges but i was ready for it because i mean i've roughed it i've camped primitively and all sorts right. of different things so I was like ah pff, this I can do it it's fine like you didn't um, have expectations around it all you, no except for that yeah well I guess yeah you just you were open to just dealing with the experiences it was going to be rather absolutely. than expecting a certain level of comfort yeah absolutely yeah. I mean I had a room uh, in a little guest house um that was like in the village I thought that my teacher training program was going to be kind of all in one area mm -hmm. and that all of my other stu fellow students were going to be in the same guest house like all together mm -hmm. that was not the case we were all scattered throughout the village okay um <laughs> so not the situation you're expecting <laughs> absolutely um so all of my I, I put quotes around this expectations that i did have were completely not even a thing mm. um so but i had a room with a bed and a bathroom and a shower that was kind of fashioned right above the toilet, which was interesting. It's like there wasn't a separate area for the shower. It was all in just one thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, you know, it was, India's hot. It is a hot place. Hotter than yeah. Florida. Yeah, That's which is, sure. says a lot. Oh my gosh. Florida I, is. <laughs> Florida is so hot. Um, but the moment I walked out of the doors, of the Delhi airport, I felt like 500,000 blow dryers on my body. Wow. I mean, yeah. it's this hot, very dry, but also humid air. It, it made mm. no sense. Ooh. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. So, so when, this, yeah, it's hot. It's very hot. <laughs> it's hot. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah, I've heard that from other people too. Um, so now you're in, you're in this village. You're about yeah. to like embark on this training. Was this all through like a company or an organization or like what was this through like who were you getting the instruction from how did that work so i um i went for the program with mahi yoga okay um, they have a couple different trainings in goa and rishikesh and in um egypt they've got them kind of all over the place um okay. with this one program with the um, director being um mahi himself okay um, he's the the guru of the whole program and is a teacher for a lot of um the programs but in this specific geez i can't talk 
um, program in June, he wasn't actually the teacher. So, um, but that was fine. Um, mm -hmm. We had amazing teachers though. I mean, the knowledge that they had to give and just how they taught, I, I'm so thankful with the teachers that I got though. Um, but um, yeah, so it was with Mahi Yoga and I had signed up online basically and oh my gosh, first of all, it's so much cheaper to do a teacher training in India rather than doing it in, you know, in America. They, I mean, cause westernized things right, right. are very much more expensive. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> I was saving so much money by going to India, even with the travel included, I was saving like wow. $2,000. And you would think that, I mean, I guess just like my Western mentality on it, that it would be more expensive to go and do it in India because you're probably getting a better experience. But the fact that you were probably able to go and have a more authentic, better experience in India for less money, that's yeah. pretty iconic. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I was like, wow, I'm saving money. This is a no-brainer. I'm going to the birthplace of where yoga began. This is a no-brainer. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm going. <laughs> oh, my God. So in terms of the actual... I guess, education or yeah. the teaching that you had, how did that kind of break down? I'm sure obviously some of it was like, you know, more like the physical movements, but then did they go into more of like how it connects and like the different purposes behind it? Or what did you learn from it that really kind of opened your eyes? Um, yeah, absolutely. I mean, so first of all, it was, you know, a, a full month program. Okay. 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. every single day. Wow, uh, yeah. Well, not every single day, but five days a week. Okay. Actually, more six days a week, actually, now that I think about it. Um, and a lot of that was, you know, the beginning of the day, we would wake up at 7 o'clock. Well, it's about 6.30. Our first class would be um, 7 o'clock to 9 o'clock, and that would be two hours of the yoga asanas, which is the physical yoga practice. Okay. Um, and... After that, we would have breakfast and we'd have a small break and then we would come back for our art of teaching, which was um, our teacher, Lydia, teaching us how we would go about teaching a class mm. and then how the verbiage and how to, you know, focus on certain techniques and movements to engage different body parts so that we're protecting the joints so no injuries occur. Mm -hmm. um, uh, other classes we had were anatomy and philosophy where yoga started and the different um, stories from the Vedas and the different scriptures and we also did meditation and mantra chanting and I mean all sorts of stuff mm -hmm. so four hours out of the day was physical yoga asanas but okay. the, the other however many hours was a lot of lecture and um, just learning about the everything that connects to yoga because yoga as a whole if you say, oh, I, yeah, I practice yoga and all you're doing is yoga asanas, you're not practicing yoga because there's eight mm. limbs. There is, I mean, there's so much more to it than just the physical practice. It's the right. pranic kama. It's the, I mean, so many other things. It's, it, it encompasses so much. It's just a lifestyle. It really mm. is. Um, practicing nonviolence to yourself and onto others, you know, mindfulness in all different realms um mm -hmm. so we learned a lot of that um and, and were your eyes like really like open did you understand all of that before you went into it or were you oh gosh like, no wow oh. yeah but i but i knew i had so much more to learn mm -hmm. i knew course, that yeah. even though i had been practicing yoga asanas for the last five years um and you know also doing meditation and some pranayamas which are the breathing exercises mm -hmm. 
um, I still knew that there was so much more that I had to learn. Um, mm. And there still is now. I mean, there, I, there's still so much more that I can learn. Um, and I will forever be a student of that because I'm always wanting to learn more. Um, Isn't that beautiful when you're so passionate about something and know that there's still so much more that you can get deeper in and you can get oh, totally yeah. invested in and really like it's it's yeah. really it, it's just nice because it's like this everlasting goal to mm-hmm. continue that search for more mm-hmm. um, because there is always more to learn mm-hmm. and even if it's not just one subject there's always other connecting ones as well mm-hmm. so. Um, but yeah, I, oh God, thinking about India, it's so crazy that I'm back here in the States. I want to go back. <laughs> wow. Oh my God. So was there like a moment when, I don't know, like everything like kind of clicked or there was some kind of like, maybe it was in the beginning, maybe it was near the end where you're just like, oh my God, like I can't believe like this is happening. Did you have any kind of like big moment that you just felt shook? Oh, absolutely. There was this, um one moment uh i had befriended a lot of these israelis and god they were such wonderful people their names are so hard to pronounce but yeah. i got um Noam, michal all of these girls i mean they're such wonderful people and so we went on this hike to tree-owned campsite um which that was like whew, that was an 11 hour day that was an wow. 11 hour hike yeah. Um, it was the steepest hike I had ever experienced, and we had gotten up to the snow caps of the Himalayas. And wow! Oh my! God. I was oh my god! I'm standing on this grassy valley, looking on the western rim and seeing these snow-capped, gorgeous chiseled mountains. And then on the other side, I can see the village of from where I had camped. Uh, I mean, hiked from. Wow. And standing over all of that and seeing so much land and realizing where I was in the world, I was just like, I, I had a moment of, I cannot believe I'm here. And I'm standing there by myself. My friends are sitting around in a little circle, um, making some coffee over this little, uh, I don't know, little stove thing that yeah. they had. And I just start laughing at myself. I'm just like laughing of disbelief that I'm here, that I manifested this trip, that I manifested becoming a yoga teacher out here. And I mean, I was just so grateful. Like I just had this overwhelming joy and gratitude just rush through my body. And I was like, how is this happening? (laughs) Oh my God, that's so beautiful. I mean, it was, so that was one moment. Uh, there were I mean, that, that's in, that's that. incredible. I mean, you know, it's those moments where you can kind of like take the step back and fully like realize like kind of everything that, you know, you've put into motion that you've manifested and like where you've brought your life to. And especially as something as profound as this, you know, <laughs> studying intense yoga in India, the foothills, oh the Himalayas, like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. It, I mean, it seriously was such an experience every day was something different you know what i mean new people that i would meet i mean (laughs) and also really bizarre situations i'm sure oh my god i'm sure you could write a whole book oh i probably will one day to be honest Um, you should yeah absolutely (laughs) (laughs) um i mean one 
this is completely beside the point, but there was one day I was riding in a tiny little taxi with um, my friend Mackenzie, who's from California, mm-hmm. and she was 19 and wow. traveling India for a whole year by herself. A whole year alone? And I was like, wow, wow. girl, I'm 23 right now. You're 19 years old. Bravo. I just like clapped mm-hmm. for her. I was like, I cannot believe you're doing this with that. Good wow. for you. Yeah. Whole year traveling the Middle East by herself. She stayed with a family in Nepal and all of, anyway. That's wow, besides. that's incredible. Yeah. <clears throat> but um, we're driving in this taxi trying to get to um, a Tibetan monastery that we were going to, to the day as like, uh, for the day as a little field trip. Mm-hmm. and traffic is crazy you know there's no street lights there's no right there's no there's no stop sign so it's crazy how the traffic works in india because cars are literally flowing like blood cells in a body because oh you know what God. i mean i'm thinking of that like animation yeah. you understand what i mean like right. I mean, the, it's just everyone's everything was just working out and i don't know how that happens without lights and all of these things granted there are still accidents and things that happen there but from what i had seen i mean it was just fluidly happening everywhere um but it's kind of crazy because there's sudden stops and then you're in a bus (laughs) people are being flown all over the place um but we're driving and i look to my right and i see this mother holding her two-year-old child probably this little girl by the you know, the meat of her thighs, holding her over the street and letting her take a dump on the road. And I was so taken back. <laughs> oh, my God. Because, of course, so- you know, you would never, if you, someone did that in America, they'd be arrested and they had their children oh. taken away from them by, like, social services. And it's just oh, like, my- yeah, yeah. So- um, it, so it was like completely just for a moment there, I was really taken back. And then I was like, wait, but this is the culture. This is kind of normal. Everyone yeah. by this woman and just like, hi, and all these things. And she's just holding her kid, letting her just, you know, go on the road. And yeah. <laughs> oh my God. And that's one of those moments where you're just like, oh my God, like true culture shock because no one else is reacting. You're just like, what? Like, I know in my head, I'm like, wait, no one else thinks this is strange. Okay. It's because I'm yeah okay yeah oh this is normal here um and so Mackenzie and i were just laughing about it and talking like no seeing this here in india we're not really freaking out about it but if we saw this back home we would be like what is going on like freaking out um but yeah so that was definitely a a little culture shock moment just noticing like this really is a different place not just for that aspect but so many other as well i mean I'm sure, I'm sure. i had walked into this little store where they had singing bowls and all of these different mm. um trinkets and different things um that they have within their culture um and i had walked in and this man taj saw me and my friend uh Ahi, and he was like i feel such amazing energy from you both mm. And then he starts talking to us about our chakras and what areas he feels are blocked within each of us. Started telling us about Mm. ourselves. And we were like, how do you know this, first of all? How are you just, you don't know us. You've never met ever. And he's just spewing all this information. And he ended up giving us a sound healing treatment for free because he just felt there's so much goodness within both of you. I just want to do something for you. Wow. And 
you know, and this was just within a couple minutes of walking into his store. Mm. He told us to lay down. He put all of these ancient singing bowls on our bodies. Oh, and physically, around. he put them on you. Wow. He put some on us and around mm. us and started doing his sound healing, I guess, treatment, if you will. Okay. Um, and I felt this incredible, like, I don't know. It's like this energy was leaving my body while mm. also a good energy was staying within. Like, my yeah. whole body was vibrating. Wow. I, and the sounds that you hear from these bowls that are handmade, they're not like the manufactured ones that you no. get like earthbound at the mall or oh, something. Oh yeah, of course. You know? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, and so regardless, everywhere you go in India, there's some sort of experience that you have with the locals there. And it's, it's just a different world. That's you know, incredible. You, That's you don't have stuff like that in America, especially people doing things just out of joy and wanting to give right. when majority of people are always expecting some sort of payment. Exactly. Um, it's not like you know, everything's not focused on money. Yeah. And out there, it's just focused. I mean, the, the people there are just, uh, it, it really opened my eyes coming back to America because when I came back, it was like a reverse culture shock. Mm. um all the people here that I had come in contact with when I came back into the workplace they're complaining about all these things and and just being negative and snooty and all this stuff and seeing all these big signs and big buildings and you know just knowing how much we have and how spoiled of a country we live in Mm -hmm. people don't realize it and I was just appreciating every small bit, just being able to have clean water at any point of the day. I can drink out of my faucet and not get sick. You know what I mean? I mean, that's like a miracle to, you know, <laughs> countries that don't have that infrastructure and no, don't have I, that security blanket of clean water. I mean. Oh, yeah. And, wow. And, yeah. And, you know, there's species from the cows and the dogs that are running mm, everywhere right. and the people as well. Yeah. You know, there's. The woman and her child. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um. And, uh, sorry, I'm going all over the place. No, it's okay. This is great. This is great. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, I got really sick actually. Deli belly is real. Mm, Yeah. I think I saw some of your posts about that. Yeah. Yeah. But it wasn't until the last day, the day I left India. Mm, And had to be on a plane for 30 hours. Oh, that was brutal. Yeah. (laughs) That was brutal. That was a really brutal time. But you've healed from that now, right? Everything. Oh yeah. It took yeah. me like a solid three weeks. Okay. I'm pretty sure I brought home a parasite or something mm-hmm. um, from the food at the Delhi airport. Wow. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm all better now. Good. <laughs> Holistic Good healing. Holistic healing. The wind. Perfect transition into <laughs> kind of like what's next for you now that you're back in the U.S. I mean, I guess the first like preface question would be, do you feel like you want to stay in the U.S.? now or has this kind of inspired you to maybe have a a bigger change so i am always open for bigger change that's for sure Mm -hmm. um i don't know if i want to stay in the states i'm not 100 percent sure i've got a lot of family and friends here obviously that i love but i know absolutely 100 percent i don't want to stay in florida um yeah i mean you know (laughs) i i didn't want to say it first but i mean (laughs) you know 
I don't know. I don't want to like knock Florida for like people who are listening who might be like from Florida or like oh, whatnot. But there definitely is like it's not as awakened as like other places Absolutely. in North America. Yeah. You know, um, that, like the commercialism, like yeah, what you're talking about, like the billboards and the endless subdivisions, and it just it's very just like American life. And if that suits people, you know, great. If that works for them, great. But I recognize that it, it doesn't work for me. Yeah. And I think you might feel the same way. I feel the same way. Absolutely. Yeah. Like I, you know, I'm first born generation in America on my dad's side of the family. Cause mm-hmm. he's from uh, Ukraine. Oh, amazing. Um, and so I had always grown up hearing stories of my grandmother cause she escaped the Holocaust. There's wow. A, oh my God. There's a whole lot there. Um, okay. But on my mom's side, she's like the fourth generation born and stayed in Florida. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to do that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I want so much more than just what is offered here. And Florida's great in many ways. And again, right, I'm, of course. I'm not knocking it for people that live in Florida and that love it here. I'm so happy for you. Seriously. Exactly. Exactly. Right. So happy for you. But for me, there's something within me, my blood, my spirituality, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. That's making me feel like there is a calling for me elsewhere. Where that is, I don't know yet. So that's why um, come next month, um, Jose and I will be exnaying our lease here in Orlando. Mm. Next month, wow. Yeah. So um, next month, we're doing our cross-country road trip. We're actually coming to Canada as well. Oh. We're we're going to Vancouver, though, on the West Coast. Oh, my God. You can... I love vancouver i'm so it, excited my aunt oh my god. an artist oh um, wow are you wait are you so are you relocating or are you just gonna like set it on the road with no plans so we're, which is also uh, great yes <laughs> so we're building out my van um, oh amazing oh my god yes <laughs> so we're building out my van my little minivan bow and okay. um we're gonna travel just the states for a couple months go to canada maybe make it to mexico if we yeah. have time and money we'll figure it out okay um but we're just gonna kind of do the gypsy life and the real purpose Beautiful. for this traveling is first of all this is just like a celebration for jose and i just to celebrate our graduation our 10 years together all of these mm-hmm. things and then also kind of find where maybe we want to set our roots next yeah because we're both kind of on the same page we just don't feel it feel that calling for florida we right. both i mean i want mountains and i want to experience mm-hmm. seasons i've been in florida my whole life and mm-hmm. i don't know what winter is really like you know right. what i mean right of course Fall. of course it's just summer year-round with like a day of less heat of less than summer yeah exactly no it's (laughs) believe me I was frustrated too and then yeah then I moved to Southern California where it's it's not as it's not the same as Florida it's not as like hot and humid but there really is hardly any seasons yeah as well and I really do love that seasonality I feel that kind of like I feel that cycle and I feel like it's important in my life as much as sometimes it drives me nuts in February March when it's like you know the bad part of winter oh well, that's yeah. that's negative but you know you know what I mean it, like, <laughs> yeah. the cycle overall really does do something for me and I think what you said about like you know getting out of the road and like experiencing these places to try and you know see where it clicks and where the energy feels right that's the, yeah. that's the only way you can really do it I mean that's Abs- that's what that's I think so beautiful. I was like yeah how, how else am I gonna know where I want to move unless I go and figure it out right gotta go see these places and the gypsy life, like, I mean, 
yeah. you know, I've gone on extended road trips, like, half-lived in my car. Like, I fully intend on doing it again, like, at yeah. some point, either fully in an RV or, like, a trailer or in a van or a situation um, like that. Like, it's so freeing to have yeah. the two responsibilities you have. The only two is getting food in your belly and gas in your tank. Yeah. That is it. Yeah. That is it. Well, I mean, you got to shower every once in a while. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Are you... Have you started your health coaching already? Yeah, actually. Yes. Okay, yeah. I, Forgive me for not fully knowing that already, but I wanted no, you to like okay. explain it. Yeah, so um, I've been health coaching. I've had a couple clients now. Okay. Um, one of them actually was my mom, which I was so happy about because Amazing. if there's anyone in the world that I wanted to help, it was my mom. Wow. Um, but, uh, but anyway, yeah, I teach an, an intuitive eating program. Okay. Um, basically just teaching people how to put food on their plate that's ultimately going to serve their body the best. Mm. Um, no deprivation. We're not counting calories. We're not doing all of these crazy things. Um, we're just eating when we're hungry and stopping when we're full and mm -hmm. focusing on making things balanced and adding more plants and just eating cleaner in general. Yes, absolutely. Um, and I've had some really good success with my, with my clients. I almost called them patients. Um, <laughs> Um, this last girl that I was coaching she, and within like 32 days, she's lost about 16 pounds. Amazing. Um, and her, you know, triglycerides have improved. All of her blood work has come back so much better. She's got less anxiety. She's so it's just so fulfilling to know that I'm finally helping people improve right. their life without pills and without starving themselves and going through mental turmoil over mm -hmm. these crazy diets and fads that are out there. Right. Um, you know, because a lot of these diets, they don't work. You'll, you'll lose some weight, but then you plateau and then you gain it all back within a split second. Exactly. And you weren't healthy to your body or your mind to get to that weight loss in the first exactly. place. So how could you expect to sustain that? Exactly. And yeah. so I, my teaching style is really there can be health at any size mm -hmm. there can be health at any weight um and for a little while i was um health coaching and using products from arbon which is a uh, european company okay um their products are really clean they're all based on like sustainability and you know cruelty free everything's vegan they're free of like 2000 toxic ingredients that majority wow. of america i mean the fda bans 13 toxic and harmful ingredients it's something crazy like that small it's of a like number. so small compared to like yeah. other countries in the and world. then yeah. the the european standard they ban over 1200 ingredients wow, wow. and and it's no wonder that there's so many autoimmune diseases and all these terrible things in America, breast cancers and all, you know what I'm saying? All these mm -hmm. different things. It's because of what we're eating. There's so many preservatives and crazy stuff pumped into our food. And people are wondering why, you know, we're getting sick. Everyone's sick. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, it's quite shocking and it couldn't be more true. I mean, it's just like fact. It's like your body's composed of what you put in it. And so why are people surprised when, you know, they're having all these issues and then you look at what they're actually eating and like the chemicals and the processed food and oh, absolutely. The lack of nutrition. It's, you know, it's really pretty, it's pretty straightforward. It's really not like an abstract concept. Yeah. Right? And, and thing, absolutely. It's not abstract at all, but a lot of people complicate it more in their heads. Mm -hmm. than 
Um, but another thing people don't realize too is, you know, our skin obviously is the biggest organ we have. Mm -hmm. And whatever we put on our skin as well also contributes to our health. So from lotions to makeup, I mean, mm. if you go to CVS and you get makeup like majority of people do, mm -hmm. um, <laughs> not just CVS, but just Target or Walmart or yeah, whatever. Yeah, like drugstore makeup, yeah. Exactly, drugstore makeup. There's formaldehyde and a lot of that <gasps> stuff. That is used to preserve frogs and cats and pigs for dissection in science classes. Yeah, that's, that's not shocking. going on our body. And yeah, wow. And another thing people don't realize is anything we put on our skin that absorbs into our bloodstream within like 25 to 27 seconds. Mm. And then immediately our liver has to filter that. Mm. So, I mean, it's like, we got to focus on what we're doing. People, we got to focus on what we're wow. putting on our skin. We got to look at ingredients. We yeah. got to look at what we're eating. I mean, it's, we are what we eat quite literally. And I hope you realize like how impactful the like the work you're already doing is and like what you're contributing to the people who coach with you and what you've contributed like to this podcast like this is like fundamentally the essence of what I like want to share with people and I'm so grateful that we were able to connect like this and me too yeah I mean it, it's amazing like this stuff is really so important I feel like everyone's lives can be improved so much by just making small little changes to their routine whether that be through yoga or through physical exercise or through the food they put in their body and the way they approach that absolutely and yeah it's amazing are you making content online around your like business i'm starting to i am not the best with technology mm -hmm. so i am <laughs> getting i'm going to be um, making my platform soon okay. um i'm going to make my own website where i will you know incorporate my yoga and my art and henna and all of the different things and health coaching kind of on one website as a mm -hmm. whole beautiful beautiful like make like, a brand out of it yeah like a health yeah. wellness website um incredible and so that's the goal, but nothing has really come from that yet. Right now, mm -hmm. I'm just kind of talking and sharing awareness on my platform on Instagram um, mm -hmm. at Creature of Expression just to start sharing that stuff and see what people think about it. And so far, I've gotten a lot of great feedback. Mm -hmm. And, you know, my real my goal, I just want to help people learn how to heal themselves mm -hmm. with the Beautiful. simplest means. And yeah. so I'm starting but uh, nowhere close to where I want to be yet, so. <laughs> well, girl, manifest it. I mean, you know, hearing you talk about this nomadic lifestyle, I think there's such a huge potential for an incredible story, and especially of your journey. And I mean, my mind immediately pops to like, you know, as you start to build a following, all of a sudden you could be hosting like pop-up yoga sessions like around the country as you're driving around that, in your van. That's, oh, that's the goal. You know, I and sharing the message and then getting more people on board with, not just like, yeah, you know, obviously like your business and making like a lifestyle of this for yourself, but also just like the messaging behind that and like the whole yeah. kind of like purpose of what you're doing. And I think that's like so important. And I am so excited to see this journey unfold. And, Thank and I'm you. sure everyone listening here is definitely like going to be on board too. And I, <laughs> and if our, I would, I think it'd be so cool too, if our paths aligned while you're on your trip. And oh, we they will make, we'll make it happen. We should. I want to come down. We can do a little yoga session, make a little vlog, yes. you know, do a little travel. Like, it sounds iconic. I would love <laughs> to. That would be amazing. Oh, my I'll God. I'll just cover you in it. Oh, please, 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 please. Oh, my God. That would be amazing. <gasps> oh, 
I love oh it. Oh my god. Okay, well, let's I think we've covered some amazing stuff here today. So let's wrap up this interview. Let's talk a little bit more afterwards. Yes. But for everyone who's listening, if they want to find you, where should they go? Your Instagram at creatures of my, expression. Yes, my Instagram um, as of right now, and then I'll be updating on there as far as when my website's up and running. Um, and my henna page as well is at Hanana Banana. Okay. Um. <laughs> Both of them will be linked in the show notes of this episode as well as on the website. So everyone listening, just head to the show notes. Make sure to follow Anna um, because obviously some great things going on here and it sounds like a beautiful journey. When are you heading onto the road? Next month? Next month, yep. Next month, wow. Yep, next month. I'm not sure exactly what day it, we are setting sail, um, but it's going to be the mid to end of September. And then from there, we're just going to be Hopping and bopping all over the place. Oh my God, so. I love it. I love it. Oh my God. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for sharing so many like intimate details of your story today. It was really uh, beautiful. Thank you. I love talking to you. It's been awesome. So how inspiring was that? How beautiful was that to hear her story of transformation and of beauty through yoga and her experience in India? And like to drive home the point, she decided she wanted to do this and she made it happen for herself. And think of the life experience that came from that. It was unbelievable to hear this. And it really inspired me on my own journey and to really continue to connect with my own mind and my body. And especially, I really want to get back into yoga. Like I talked about in this episode several times, I've done yoga in the past and i think it's time to get back into it so if you guys enjoyed this episode please leave a review on itunes and share it with a friend the best thing you can do to help out this show is to send the link to a friend who might get some value from this maybe some people who enjoy yoga have been considering also going to india for a training like this anything along those lines it helps out the show it helps me out and i really appreciate it so thank you so much for listening i'll see you guys in a new episode of phenomenal impact very soon